0: Welcome to the Unlimited Wealth Podcast, where we help entrepreneurs like you build the wealth and lifestyle you deserve. My name is Nicholas Jensen, bringing you the secrets behind the relationships, strategies, and mindset of the most successful people on the planet, showing you how to collapse timeframes in order to win at business, money, and the adventures of life. You don't know what you don't know, so I'm here to show how the
1: wealthy live, think, and make their money grow. It's time to live the life that you deserve. I'm here to help. My
0: my name is Nicholas Jensen, And,
1: and this is Unlimited Wealth.
0: Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Unlimited Wealth Podcast. My name is Nicholas Jensen. Hey, at the end of every season or cycle in life, it's always a good idea to evaluate where you're currently at and where you want to go. So finishing out the year of 2020 this week and moving into 2021 creates a natural break for this type of evaluation. And in order to get what you really want out of 2021 and life in general, you have to know exactly how to create it. So just like anything else in life, you can do this by learning through the school of hard knocks, which tends to be what I do, and I wouldn't recommend it. Or because success leaves clues, you can learn from those who are ahead of you in the journey. Now, my guest today is an expert in helping people learn from those who are successful. He's a chiropractor turned coach. He teaches people the importance of finding balance in their families, fitness, and finances. He's an author, speaker, creator of the Triple P Life and host of the Power, Passion, Prosperity podcast. So, if you're looking to build the wealth and lifestyle you deserve in 2021, stay tuned and help me welcome Dr. Jay LaGuardia to the show. Hey, thanks for joining me today, Jay. Hey, thank you, Nick. I appreciate it. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So, should uh, should we call you uh, Jay or Dr. Jay or what do you like to go by? Uh, let's, amongst friends, let's keep it,
1: uh, let's keep it cash. So, Jay is yeah. fine.
0: Cool, cool. Hey, well, I um, this is the first time that uh, we've had a conversation, and I want to make sure that that uh, I introduce you to my audience well. So what I want to do is I want to give you the opportunity to kind of tell my audience who you are, what you do, and then uh, we'll dive into a little bit about um what you're focused on right now and, and how people can really learn and grow from some of the work that you're doing.
1: Sounds like a plan. Let's do it.
0: Perfect. So give give us the
1: 10,000-foot overview. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Well, I've been at it for a long time. Um, you know, um, I started out initially, um, uh, as a chiropractor, uh, I practiced for 25 years, um, at, a, a, at 10 offices at one time. And, you know, like anybody who starts out in business, uh, at least from my experience, uh, no one starts out a finished product. And I, I'm not really sure you ever become a finished product. In fact, I think if you, um, adopt that mindset. You're done. That's when contraction occurs. And that's when you really start to experience troubles in life. But man, I didn't know how to lead. I didn't know how to run a business. I knew how to be a good clinician. I knew how to help people. I knew how to change lives, but I didn't know how to sell. I didn't know how to lead. I didn't know how to create a vision and rally people around that vision. And so just two and a half years out of practice, we purchased one of the largest clinics in the country and I was not prepared to run it. And, and, uh, my wife who also is a chiropractor and also my partner, you can imagine put an incredible strain, uh, not just on the business relationship, but the uh, parental and the marriage relationship. And so, you know, things were stressed to the limit. Every aspect of life was just, uh, you know, not going well, not going well at home, not going well at the office, high turnover, the practice was contracting. We had this large debt, we had student loan debt. And, um, you know, initially my ego was too big to allow me to acknowledge that I needed help. I just thought if I worked harder, I'll get where I need to go. But you and I both know that simply working harder is not always the solution. Hard work with good strategies. Is a great solution, but just working harder on the same activity, same mindset that got to where you're at only gets you to where you're at faster, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> a good friend of mine, you know, who was a, a confidant, colleague, you know, he he uh, suggested to me. He says, look, I I've been I've been talking to this guy. He's a business coach. I would suggest give him a call and and just kind of pick his brain. And so I did, you know. Um, And I got him on the line, and he said, well, tell me what's going on with your life and your business. And it took about five minutes, and I just blurted out to him. You know, I just just vomited all over him. And uh, when I got done, it was a very cathartic experience. It was like, man, that felt so good for the first time I got it off my chest. And supposedly somebody's going to help me and knows how to fix it. And he says to me, he goes, Jay, well, first of all, when I got done, it was dead silence. It was nothing. I thought he fell asleep or hung up. Thought I bored the hell out of him, <laughs> but um, I said, uh, "Are you still there?" And he goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "I know exactly what your problem is." I'm like, "Wow, awesome! Let's let's figure it out. Let's make it happen." And he goes, "Yeah." And he goes, uh, "Your life and your business is waiting for a leader to show up, and it's not you." And that was the first time anybody ever held me accountable for my actions, accountable for how I've been showing up, and and called me out on my stuff. And at that moment, I realized it wasn't everything else. It was the single most, you know, center common denominator. It was me, right? It was me that was influencing all these things. It was, it was, um, and so it was a real moment of humility and awakening. And so I realized, first of all, I hired him and, uh, we got to work on, um, building a success mindset, understanding what success is, working on leadership, working on understanding how to run a business effectively and all the things I mentioned earlier. And and so over a period of time, roughly, I would say, you know, really diving deep for about two years. um, In four years, so two years after that, uh, we wound up tripling the business. And the only thing that changed was mindset vision purpose actions and strategies because the same people who were there previously were still there but we were a much different organization and a much different team and I don't take the credit to be honest with you I just take the credit myself to being humble to understand that you know um, at the core of any one of our our own paths if we acknowledge where we are based on our choices that we make and the decisions and the thoughts that we have, then we have the power to change that. When we give away that power and give it to something or someone else, we don't have the power to change it because it's outside of ourselves to purview that change. So it was just one of those aha moments. I'll never forget it. I can, you know, picture myself at that moment in time. And, uh, I was very, very grateful for that moment. So that was really kind of the start of my entrepreneurial career. And, um, you know, really understanding the importance and the power of, you know, um, great relationships and, and, and our marriage really got stronger after that. My relationship with my kids got stronger. My health got stronger after that. So, you know, from that moment on, I committed my my life to these principles. Not only in my bit my practice, but my other businesses and and what I do now as far as my purpose and wh- where my career path and life journey has taken me. So that was something I that was a really long-winded response, but I, you know, you got to kind of fill in all the gaps if you know, you know
0: yeah. how that goes. There's there's a there's a lot to unpack there. So some of the things that stood out in me is is as entrepreneurs, as business owners, oftentimes we're really good at being a technician, right? And then you kind of you move into that, I'm gonna build a business. And there's so many other components involved. You know, you talked about sales and marketing. Like, You can be a great chiropractor, but if you don't know how to sell, like you don't have clients, right? If you don't know how to market, you don't even have leads to sell to. But it, as you talked about it, it all boils down to mindset. So can you walk us through from your perspective, how does one shift that mindset? Let's say that, let's say that you're talking to yourself 25 years ago when you were going through this. And you're trying to explain to them, hey, it's an easy fix. It, the first step is sw- yeah, changing your mindset. What does that conversation look like? What do you tell them that they need to do on a daily, weekly, monthly business to really make those shifts in their in their minds?
1: It's a great question. And uh, another full pack question or answer, but I'm, I'm going to keep it concise because we can break it down in small little parts. Um, I mean, I work with entrepreneurs now because the number one obstacle in our own businesses is ourselves. Your business can never outgrow you. So someone had asked me a question. It was an amazing question. I really had to give it some time. I didn't want to just knee jerk response. And someone said to me, "Does, does personal growth supersede professional growth or does professional growth supersede personal growth? Or, did they, or do they happen at the same time, simultaneously? They're really thought at because my initial response was, well, personal growth always supersedes professional growth. And I thought about that. And I think it's a combination of that, but it also could be some level of simultaneous change at the same time. But there has to be that moment, that aha, that awakening to acknowledge, A, so being an incredible leader, is acknowledging you don't have all the answers. As soon as you think you have it all figured out, as I mentioned, you're toast. Right. Number two is, is being vulnerable. Acknowledge what you're not good at, acknowledge when you screw up, and take ownership of when you screw up. Because that's the only time you can really make a change and, and improve things. Number three is be transparent with yourself and others really important, right? It's that level of honesty. So your answer, your question was from a mindset standpoint, changing mindset is a lot easier in theory than it is in practicality. And by that, I mean, there's a whole neuroscience behind mindset. Um, A lot of great people doing incredible work. And here's what we know. As the brain fires, it wires. What does that mean? Well, 90% of our subconscious mind is formed by the age of 12. So experiences as a young child, you know, from a parent or an elder or a teacher or a coach can influence, and it could be a subtle remark or comment, a gym teacher, you know, in front of your class that laughs at you because maybe, you know, you were a chubby kid and makes a comment really harmlessly. But you internalize it as, you know what? I'm not a good athlete. I'm a fat kid. And you see yourself for the rest of your life as that fat kid. And that's that subtle programming. And the more you think about it, the brain fires that way. And the more it fires, it creates these, what are called these neural pathways. And they become like strong cords. And when that cord then becomes the dominant pathway, your brain will always link to the, to the belief system that you own. So what I'm saying is to change mindset is actually tools and techniques and tactics to break those linkages. So the brain fires differently, creating new neural pathways. So then you see yourself in a different mindset. So in other words, um, psycho by Maxwell Malls, I believe it. Do you know it?
0: Yeah. I've got a story for that when, when you're done with your example. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. such an incredible story, right? That was – I
1: mean, he talks about this – the most beautiful woman comes into his plastic surgery. Um, Pratt. I mean, he said, like, she was a 10.10, you know what I mean? Um, and she wanted a little tweak with her nose, and so the long story short, she kept going back for different surgeries. And he finally said to her, and he realized, right, that this woman saw herself very differently than the world saw her. Because as a kid growing up, she was told that she wasn't pretty. She wasn't, you know, and she never saw herself that way. I won't give away the end of the story because if your listeners haven't read it, I would highly suggest it's a great book. Easy read. But it really it really spells out when we have these dominant limiting belief systems, no matter how much you try to convince yourself of others, you're always going to default to the old limiting belief system. So part of the vulnerability is acknowledging what our belief systems are and that we have to change it and then put those changes into place. And that's what I talk about, the eight habits of success to help rewire your brain, shift your consciousness, change those limiting beliefs and move you in a different direction.
0: And that's the, I mean, is you look at, some of the work that people are doing in rewiring these neural pathways, right? There's, there's a ton of different ways that people will tell you how to do it. My story with, with, uh, the book, Psycho-Cybernetics, uh, when I was younger, I used to ride bulls. In fact, I started riding bulls when I was like 14 and I went to a bull riding school, uh, from a world champion, his name was Gary LaFue, and he's kind of this eccentric. Yeah, in fact, he was like a motorcycle surfer guy, turned bull rider, and and then he went on to win the 1970 world championship. So after his career was over, he was teaching schools, and and he was kind of the the uh, the guru or the motivational speaker. Anyways, long story short, he turned me on to the book Cycle Cybernetics, and told me I should read it. I I wasn't a good student; I didn't really like reading, but. I admired him. And so I I went through that book. Long story short, I applied its principles at like 14, 15 years old. And I'm telling you, when I started, I started at the level of everybody starts at the level of suck. I started below the level of suck. Like I was, (laughs) I was atrociously horrible, like bad. Like every time I got on, I was hung up, getting stepped on and and hooked and like you name it, I suck. But I started to apply his principles. And, and Maxwell Maltz really talks about the theater, like replaying the theater in your mind. And, and it was about a two-year period, I would say. Like looking back, it was about two years. It just started to click. And So you, you were
1: fortunate, Nick, because you started that process at such a young age. Remember I said 90% of the subconscious mind is formed by the age of 12. So you're starting this at 13 or 14 Imagine people who are just coming to the awakening, decades, yeah. 30s, 40s, 50s. You want to talk about entrenched neural pathways, you know, that have been, you know, reinforced for, you know, three or yeah. four or five decades. So you were so fortunate to come to it so early and break
0: those linkages. But, but but, but that's one aspect, right? And what I've noticed in my life is, in fact, I'm looking at the book right now on my bookshelf as we're talking. Um as I look back in my life, those same principles need to be applied in other areas, business, like related, like you name it. Like there's different areas that could be applied. What I've found as I've gotten older is being able to track the progress of making those changes. And so when you talk about these neural pathways being really strong and tight, I'm fascinated by how people are breaking those cords. And not only how are they breaking them? Because hindsight's 2020. 20, you can look back and you're like, oh yeah, I can see the steps. But when you're sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees. So when you look at business owners, you're like, hey, you, you know, you need to break this neural pathway. If from your perspective, are there ways for them to gauge that progress? Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, here's let's say you you take the steps. Here's step one, two, three, four. Do these things. But are they, are, do you have solutions for them to be able to track that progress saying, hey, it's working. Just like give it time. You know, it's, this is like building a muscle. It, it takes time, but you just got to keep at it.
1: It does. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, answer it this way. Two simple um, parts to that answer. Number one is, are you crushing your goals? Are you achieving your goals? Because if you're breaking in on in, um, uh, those limiting beliefs, you're setting those aside, then you should be making progress in your life, in your health, your fitness, your finance, you know, in your business, you should be making progress. And then a second one, you should be experiencing more joy and happiness. Because when you're not present in those limiting beliefs, you're not being weighted down emotionally, psychologically, you know, um, by those limiting beliefs, which, Honestly, you used the word before, it just sucks. You know what yeah. I mean? These are low tone energies that are not highly attractive, which means that there's less opportunity in life, less great relationships, you know, all the things that we want to have. So I would say happiness for sure. No question about it. And uh, you should be seeing a lot of progress and in, 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 uh, in checking off a lot of goals on your path.
0: So going back to, to the goal piece, there's typically like – it probably lags a little bit. Would you so going back to my story? It was two years. I was just, I was a kid. I was dumb enough to to just keep at it and to where I was like, oh, now it starts to click. But let's say as an adult, 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, you're like, oh yeah, you know, you do these things, you're gonna start crushing your goals, but there's gotta be like some type of lagging in the you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Or do you see that happen immediately?
1: You know, it varies for each person. Um, I've seen radical transitions, I mean, in a very short period of time. I've seen people who make vi- it's here's 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 a great analogy, right? There are people when they see a body of water, they're just gonna jump in, close and everything. Their- they're just going head first. They're in, right? Those people tend to notice change and improvement quicker because they're just going to go in and give it all. And then there's those people go up to the water and they kind of check it out. I'm like, oh, let me stick my toe in, right? And they'll hold it there for a little while and the the toe will get used to it. I'm going to stick the whole foot in. So so they are, they don't fully embrace. They take a little bit at a time and they get comfortable with that. Then that process, those people tend to, it's a longer process for those. So it's very different for each individual.
0: Interesting. So let's kind of, let's shift a little bit here from, from what you do and and the coaching that you do for individuals living a balanced lifestyle, I know is, is something that's super important to you. So talk to us about your perspective of somebody like, what are the, what are the three key elements or four key elements that people need to have in order to make sure they're living a balanced life and finding more happiness and joy that, that you talked about? I had a
1: lot of, uh, Friends of mine say to me, you know, man, you got a great marriage. You got great kids. Um, you're financially really successful. You know, you're fit. I mean, I'm 56, and I mean, I still work out six days a week. You know, there's nothing I can't do. Although I had surgery recently to repair a torn labrum, but hey, you know, there's there's the limitations of matter. But the point is, they said to me, how do you do it? Like, you know, you're so blessed, and I'm like, you know what? I am blessed. And every morning, the first thing I do before I open my eyes is I give, I give thanks to God, A, for another day to live my purpose, but B, but give me the opportunity to, to do these things and share these things. But here's what I tell them. I'm not any more blessed than you. I'm not any smarter. I'm not any better of an athlete. Here's what I, here's what I know. If I want to live my life to the fullest, I've got to take care of my emotional, my physical well-being. I got to make sure I have a purpose each and every day that inspires me to challenge myself, to push myself that helps people and improve their lives. Right. Um, We want to make sure that we're creating prosperity in every aspect of life, not just financially, but also so we can help other people on our journey as well too. And we want to have a lot of fun along the way. So if we're going to do that, What I do and what I teach to people is, is you need to commit time to each one of these areas. I see a lot of business owners, right? Who come to me who are either one of three categories. Their business is absolutely crushing it, but their marriage is going down tubes and haven't talked to their kids for a year. No one wants that.
0: Yeah. Right. That's a problem.
1: That's a problem. Or you get the other business owner. He is business is doing pretty good. Relationships are good with his family as well too. But his health or her health has been neglected so long. It's not going to matter. They're not going to be alive much longer if they don't make some radical changes in their life. And and then the third type of person, right? The health is good. Relationships good. Business is in the crapper.
0: <laughs>
1: so, but the point is that you can have it all. You don't have to give into one or the other. You can literally, right? Because if I'm going to be successful in business, I got to have the energy. So it means I've got to eat well. I've got to exercise properly to have that energy to stay focused. And then when I leave my business and I come home, I have energy for my spouse, my kids. So I'm present with them. So simple techniques that allows you to engage in each one of these areas on a consistent basis. Anybody can have that kind of balanced life. And when I say when when you have that, it really is a very special experience because um, you're living truly as the true 1% high performers because most people don't live this way. But they can. That's the beauty. They can.
0: I As you talk about that, it – for me, it seems like it boils down to intentionality, right? Like oftentimes we just let life happen to us rather than being the agents of change or rather we're almost letting um, life to act upon us rather than we acting upon life. Does that make yeah. sense? Yes. And, and you brought up a, a point, you know, as part of those three elements it was passion, one of the things that I, I think is interesting, you're hearing a lot of kind of this nomenclature of find your passion, find your why, you know, started with Simon Sinek and, and things like that. Do you find that people have a hard time articulating their passion?
1: Oh, no question. Far more or even people. even
0: finding it. Yes.
1: Far more people, like when you ask them, far more people, they just give you that deer in the headlight look, then people go, well, here's what it is. It's blah, 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 blah. Far more people, I mean, a vast majority more. And you had mentioned intentionality, I 100% agree with you, but there's one other aspect of that, even prior to intentionality, that sets intentionality for success. And I write about this in our second book. It's consciousness, or what I call conscious awareness. If you're not living present in the moment, you can't even be aware of what you're bringing to the moment or what you're perceiving in the moment. In other words, being present in the moment. What do I want to experience from this? How do I want to show up? What do I want to give to this relationship? What's the outcome I want with this relationship? Um, you know, been married a long time. Sometimes, you know, a conversation starts and it goes immediately, heads in the direction like how do how do we get here? You know what I mean? And then I stop and I go, that's not where I want to take it. So, but but if not conscious of it, it devolves into something that's, you know, just and then everyone gets upset. It's like, come on. You know what I'm saying? So conscious awareness about you, where you are, where, what you're doing, uh, it, moment by moment, allows you then to be intentional. Intentional is the, in my, in, in my world, is the reactionary side. So I can be intentional how I want to respond, how I again, how I want to show up. But I can't be intentional unless I'm conscious of what is going on around me, within me, and outside me.
0: So do you have exercises that help individuals kind of pay attention to that?
1: I do. I do. So the presence, staying present in the moment is, and this is, you know, like any skill set, this is a skill set. You stop and you ask yourself, what is it that I'm experiencing at this moment in time? So if you are, let's say, having a negative thought, a limiting belief, you're feeling anxious about a meeting with a boss or a new client, or potentially you're going in to close the sale. Okay. And you I'm perceiving my emotions. Um, Joe Dispenza writes, he says, Dr. Joe Dispenza, he says that thoughts are language of the brain and feelings are language of the body. So thoughts expressed are physical symptoms. Make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thoughts expressed. So now, being present of what I'm feeling prior to this meeting, feeling anxious, I got to stop. Conscious awareness. What am I feeling? Feeling anxious. Where am I feeling it? You know, I'm just tightness in my chest, shortness of breath. My palms are sweating. My heart's pounding. Right. Yeah. Acknowledge what's exist. What's existing. Now here's the intentional side. How do I want to feel going into this meeting? I want to feel relaxed light, fun. You know what I mean? I, I'm detaching from the outcome. I'm going to do my best, tell them exactly from the heart, the transparency and integrity. And if they decide to do this plan or buy this program, great. If not, fine too. No worries. Right? So tensions, how do I choose to show up? And then the fourth step, this is what I call my one minute mindset shift. The fourth step is anchor yourself in a previous memory or experience where you were just in a situation where you were just so calm and relaxed you remember yourself just having fun with it and you had a positive outcome again thoughts are language of the brain feelings are language of the body so when i put that thought in my mind of that past memory maybe i maybe i you know i closed a client 3 weeks ago and it was awesome it was fun it was a great experience i go back to that i think about that put myself right back in that position Change my thought. Guess what happens to the physical response in the body? Starts to change as well. It it changes. So you you have to be conscious of it, one. Two, then take the intention, go through steps three and four, and then you change your physical manifestation presentation. And it doesn't guarantee you'll get sale, but I guarantee you the whole experience will be way better and the chances of getting that sale. And it could be with anything. Meeting a, a you know a new potential mate or you know going on a first date or um, you know hanging out with a friend or family member, same thing it applies to any situation.
0: Yeah, it seems like I mean when when you look at life in general, right? There's going to be curveballs thrown at us. That's just the way life and business is. But you can kind of approach it of you know being super stressed out and anxious, or what you talked about, kind of having that one minute mind shift and being like. Hey, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to put forth my best foot, my my best effort, and we'll just let the chips fall where they may. And I'm going to win some and I'm going to lose some and that's okay. But it seems like when you talked about anchoring back to a positive um, thought, it, it seems like maybe you want to have three, four, half a dozen of those types of thoughts, kind of your go-to thoughts. When I feel this way, here's my half a dozen thoughts that, that I can immediately pull up. Is that kind of how people should do it? Or should it just be like the first positive thought that comes to their mind? I don't think there's any perfect, right?
1: I just know what's worked for me and the clients that I, that, that, you know, I've taught this, you know, in seminars and things like that. So it's really choosing an opposite emotion. So if you're feeling anger, for you, what would be the opposite emotion? Be calmness, peace, serenity. So think of, so have an anchored memory. You know, maybe it was, uh, you know, um, I was uh, at the beach, you know, and I watched the sunrise. You know, I couldn't, you know, done that many times and nothing's more peaceful and calm about that experience, right? Yeah. If, if If I'm feeling anxiety, okay? Uh, again, it could be calmness. It could be faith. The great antithesis, emotion to anxiety is faith. It's So when did I have great belief in myself that I forged ahead and I had success? So I would say identify the, the negative emotion you're experiencing and then select an opposite one and then anchor that to a past memory of love, serenity, calmness, faith, joy, that kind of thing.
0: That, that makes sense. Talk to us about, uh, talk to us about triple P life. What, what is that? What does it mean? Um, talk to us a little bit more in depth about some of the work that you're currently doing with, with individuals.
1: I started to, uh, work with friends of mine who reached out and asked me, Hey man, you, you built some really awesome businesses. Would, would you help me? And, and, um, of course, you know, and, and, and it started to get more so and more so. And I realized all these things that I've learned that I've applied are somewhat proprietary. And said, so, you know what, I'm going to turn this into a, a consulting or coaching business. And um, initially it was just chiropractors. Now I work with all kinds of entrepreneurs. Uh, and so at 50, I retired. I didn't need to practice anymore. Um, I have other businesses as well, too, outside of the health field. And I said, you know, I'm going to dedicate my life to helping people. So I'm going to do consulting. And probably a couple of years into that, I realized I was playing too small, helping a lot of people, you know, doing well, but not nearly as much. And I remember one day I was sitting, it was a really um, snowy morning and I was doing my meditation and there was this thought in my in, in my gut I was like, there's more here. There's This is not it for you. This is not it for you. And and I, and I kind of I was having this dialogue and asked well what is it if you want to say I was having a conversation with a higher power of God that's what I would call it but doesn't really matter right and and the answer came back to me was you know you know teach these principles that have helped you create this this life that you've been able to create and there's three words that came to mind right And that's empowering right empowerment. Passion and prosperity. So we turned that into the three Ps, power, passion, prosperity. So it's about empowering the mind, right? Um, It's about igniting passion and about accelerating prosperity. So the first thing I did is I started the podcast, power, passion, prosperity. We changed the whole business model around. Uh, We really started to grow and expand. And um, over the last two and a half years, we've seen, you know, um, this movement, Triple P Life, which is about what I mentioned about Powering dreams, igniting passion, accelerating prosperity, and helping people in the key areas of life. It's physical, mental, spiritual, financial, and uh, and professional, so entrepreneurial. So there's some people, you know, need to help heal relationships or get their health back online. We've got a, you know, um, just an amazing team of people who know how to help people get well and give them the tools and the resources to to make that happen, Um, whether it's the mindset stuff or the business stuff. So it's really fun. I'm having a lot, a lot of fun. And, uh, there really is nothing better in life than being able to impact someone else's life. And, and to know that you had a very small role and maybe in their minds, it was bigger than it really was because they do the work. All you do is give them the tools. It's what they do with the tools that matters. You know, we've all heard knowledge is power. No, it's not. It's the application of knowledge that's powerful. So, um, So that's what Triple P Life's about. That's how it started. And uh, yeah, it's just great.
0: Love it. It, The the one thing that I love about some of the things that you're doing is it's this idea of sending the elevator back down, right? Showing people because we're all one. It's so important to surround yourself with with positive people that are trying to do the same things you're doing. Right. But secondly, it's as important or more important to find those individuals that are two steps ahead of you that have been there done that and can give you advice like good advice um and help you see again the forest when maybe you're stuck in the bottom of a goalie and and all you can see is is trees Do you know what i mean so i know you just wrote a book or recently had a book come out called the gps success book But I also know that you're putting on an event in January. Do you mind telling listeners, in case they want to connect with you, connect with what you're doing, how what are those two products and how do they get a hold of you if they if they want to learn more and and connect with you?
1: I appreciate that, Nick. I really do. Um, I know you're on your journey, on your path, and I feel the same way, right? Is you know, we share. We we share because there's so many people out there who need to hear these messages. Um, so many people in a constant state of struggle. And if we open our hearts and we give and love freely and openly um, to really, truly reach out and, and provide a lending and a helping hand, you know, we literally can change the world. And that's the concept I know you have that I have as well too. So I thank you for mentioning that. Um, so the recent, or my second book that came out um, last spring, is called Triple P Life, Your GPS to Success. It's really all the fundamental principles of how to create your own G, your own Triple P life. And um, that book has been really kind of the anchor behind our brand. And uh, it's gotten a lot of attention and we're excited for it. Uh, people can find it on Amazon or they can go to, our, to one of our websites, which is tripleplife.com backslash GPS book. And then the virtual event that we're hosting in January, we call it our Triple P Life Kickoff Live Virtual Event, uh, which is January 30th of 2021. We've got an amazing group of speakers in all areas, specialties of life, business, mindset, relationships, uh, health and fitness. And um, it's um, our focus as we step into January. I think a lot of people approach the first of the year one or two ways. They're really excited about change and moving forward. Unfortunately, most people don't have the skill sets or knowledge truly how to interact or, or to enact a success plan that can be sustainable. So we wanna give them the tools and help nudge and push those people that are already growth minded to help them achieve their goals for 2021 by putting this program together. It's a half a day program, by the way, it's recorded. People can come in, they can pick and choose what they want to listen to. And then there's the second type of person. They're just lost. I did a program recently on the three types of people in the world right now, right? There's those who are devolving, those who are revolving and those who are evolving. So the devolving people, man, they're just stuck in this state of fear, low tone energies They've lost life. They're merely existing. Some people are aware of it. Most are not. And then you have the people who are revolving. This is the hamster wheel of life, right? It's Groundhog's Day. Yeah. They want to get the hell off the wheel. They just don't know how, right? Yeah. So those people are salvage, Everyone's salvageable, but more likely to be salvageable. And then you got the evolving group, which is the top 5%. And simply, these are growth oriented people who have a detailed plan for their life. They live in joy harmony, high energy. They don't live in, light, in low tone negative energies. So the second group, as I was referring to, is the people who are on, the, on that hamster wheel. They want to go off, they just don't know how. Yeah. So this virtual summit that helps to give them those tools to help. Basically, we can help guide them um, to create a plan for themselves and, and really get Twenty twenty one, kiss. Look, we all need to change after this past year, right? Would you agree?
0: <laughs> yeah, this this year's been interesting. We'll make sure to put the I'll put the links in the show notes for both the virtual Thank event you. and the books and and things like that. So, Jay, this has been a great conversation. I really appreciate you you joining us. I think what you're doing is is absolutely in an invaluable resource to to individuals, not just because of twenty twenty that we just went through, but like you talked about, there's a lot of people out there that are just, they're just lost. They're just trying to figure out how do I make this better? They don't quite know what to do. And I think, uh, you know, guys like you doing this type of work is, is really helpful for society as a whole. So I, I appreciate what you're doing, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, same, same here as, as well. And it's, you know, Nick, it's really about a consciousness. If we're going to shift, the trajectory of, of the human race, we've got to shift the level of consciousness. I mentioned to it before, you have to have a level of conscious awareness to be present, to understand what's going on. If you're in a chronic state of numbness, right, you've got no shot. And then as you mentioned, right, then you can be intentional on in where you want to take your luck. Because I really believe innately, each and every one of us, wants to be joyful, wants to be happy, wants prosperity and wants to be healthy and just be able to provide for their families and just have a good time. Who doesn't want
0: that? Yeah. I agree with you a hundred percent. I think that people when they get kicked in the teeth, they just get beat down over time and then they start to lose hope, right? Like like you've gotta have hope and you that things can either turn around or get better. And you've got to have faith in yourself and in the people around you to help you get there. Cause yeah, I mean, what you talked about, everybody wants that deep, deep down. Everybody wants that. People just have a hard time seeing that that's an actual reality. Like you can have that. You got to quit letting the monkey throw a bunch of poop all over your brain, dude. <laughs> like You <It's> <laughs> got to gotta do better. Yeah. So. I agree. That's a that's a great way to wrap it. <laughs> yeah. Again, Jay, thanks. Hey, real quick, <laughs> are you a six? Or thanks seven so much for or for or joining or me, or listeners. Uh, reach out so to uh, other other Jay. Connect successors. with him. If you can find him on Facebook, real. Instagram, Twitter. So, I at Dr. Dr. Jay Laguardia. Head over to NicholasJensen.com forward slash take my so free wealth building Jay, Thanks so much for joining. me. Learn how to become a strategic investor. Go out there and build the wealth, the wealth and lifestyle you deserve. Again, see you later. That's nicholascjensen.com slash wealth We'll see you next time on Unlimited Wealth.